Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Hear that, LeVar? Yeah, man. What is that, man? Base lip. Yeah. Base lip. (laughs) It's a base lip. It's a base lip. Base lip. It is a base lip. That's for sure. You better believe it. Uh, It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so as we take you all the way up through the end of the hour. I see it. 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, all toss right. this time, huh? All right. Just uh, a little toss, huh? So um, so we have got, obviously, oh, Super oh, Bowl 56. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. I do start to get queasy sometimes. A little sometimes. queasy, man. Yeah. That one's a little tough. Yeah. That can be a little tough on your system, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. How are you to just dismiss someone's art? Mm. I mean, I mean that is the wrong form of expression. I'll put it this way: the difference between that and paint. There was this cartoon when I was little. There was a cartoon when I was little called Bobby's World. Yeah. And there was a song they used to sing. Yeah, little Bobby. Fish don't stink underwater. The fish don't stink, and it it kind of reminds me of that. Like. Water will cover up a lot of odors to yeah, a degree. Because fish do stink. Fish do stink. Yeah. You put them in water and stink oh, as bad. That God. is true. Other it things are like that. Very, we have uh, <laughs> some out of water. That's an entirely different experience. Uh, we are uh, we are off and running here. Uh, just, uh, just unbelievable. The uh, just the group of savages that have been uh, thrown together and expected to do a professional sports talk radio show. Uh, that but, interview yesterday was funny. Can I brag for two seconds? Uh, sure, why not? All right. So I've been telling people I'm tired all show. Right, I've been yeah. dealing with being tired. Not to mention. We've been on the grind this week, fellas. Yeah. Congrats to to you both as well uh, for us, you know, in a successful uh, interview and sizzle deal real done yesterday. I thought it was very, very well done. You know, it was excellent. It was excellent. Yep. Yep. It was excellent. But when you thought things couldn't get any better, 8 o'clock last evening, yeah. Micah Parsons and Oday, uh, uh, say it for um, me. I uh, call him Jason, but it's Odafe. Odafe Owe. Odafe Owe. Yeah. We're at the house last night, and, and we were hanging out, and we were that? talking and, you know, doing our thing for a really, really long time. And I knew I was going to pay for it today, but the fact that they, they still remain the same young men, fine young men, they still come to see me. And we hung out last night, talked about some things. It's so funny because – we were at the same place at the same time last year a few different times, and there were so many uncertainties surrounding them. 
and and just w- what was going to happen, what was to be, and to think that really in reality those are the two best defensive rookies this year. I mean, you could throw maybe one or two uh, in there, but Pat, Sir- Pat, Sertan. Pat Sertan, he's up there. Yeah, but one one definitely one one A in sacks. So two of my guys, two of my babies, obviously one Stick City that is a place, and <laughs> you know Adafe. I, I just I I was really like. Sitting there, like man, like these are my kids, like sitting right here. That's like, cool. They're awesome. both in the, in cool. the place, so that's awesome. So yeah, so I sacrificed sleep after we had our long day as well. I sacrificed sleep. To hang and and by the way, for people wondering, it's not like you guys were partying. You were just hanging out, uh, hanging out, catching up, and uh, yeah. You know, yeah. But even if we were, so yeah. so yeah, what? It's just it's Super Bowl week. Yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah I'm just even saying, if like, we were, I have taken shots on live air before. Yeah. During Super Bowl week on wow. Radio Row. Well, that's, I mean, that's unprofessional. It's but really again, not because Emmett Smith was promoting a tequila company. Well, so yeah. there you, you gotta go. Try you it. had to try it. Yeah. Can we get some Troy Aikman beer? Hey, Lee, Troy Aikman's got this eight beer. Jimmy Johnson shirtless on a yacht in the Keys drinking this beer. We can't get some beer. We're a Fox, part of the Fox family. Come on. Yeah, the eight beer for guys who don't settle. I will work on that. <laughs> you know the so, slogan. Very so good. So he didn't have Jerry Jones with his shirt off drinking the, the nah, eight beer. There's something about that. Um, by the way, how Not did um, that didn't end well? How did no. how did Michael like the uh, the circus that is the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, he's They're, a cowboy. Man. Yeah, loves it. Uh, what's not to love if you're Michael Parsons? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he is going to. I had get a buddy paid. get trapped there, and he'll just say, "There's no bigger brand, bigger fans." Jeez. Sorry, Roberto. What happened? I, I know you're passionate about the Raiders, but what happened in the? Uh, what was his takeaway from that game against it's the Niners? It's so funny because I got it too. Yeah. I'm not going to share it, but just know the defense played football that day. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's, you know what's great about that question? That is always the thing I'm thinking. But a lot of people are more thinking about, oh, what was the what was the coach thinking? What was the quarterback thinking? What was the offense? It's like, no. What about the dudes who got them a chance and gave them the ball back? Yeah. What are they thinking? Yeah. They uh, they were thinking we showed up today. Hey, we, the, we showed up today. The most critical, sometimes the most critical people of the offensive play, it's the defense oh. <laughs> on a on a team. I've always been supportive. I've, first of all, I've never been on a really explosive offensive team except my freshman year of high school. All right, that's the only time I had a quarterback that played the way he was supposed to play as the quarterback of our team. But in in college and in pros, I could always remember I was super supportive. But there'd be a a few times every once in a while where you just be walking off the field. Or that, or you're walking on the field. They're walking off the field, and you take you take a look at your teammate. You 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 look at them walking off, and you just looking at them as you're walking onto the field. Putting you, like, <laughs> let me show this to you. Right, this is how you're going onto the field. It's like you're walking onto the field. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that stank eye. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and, and I'm telling you, I know we're on radio, but. But I gave it to Brady direct so Brady could see it. But it's like, I support you, but WTF, bro. Like, really? Yeah. Y'all going to walk yeah. off the field. You know, the one thing that always used to irritate me is the lack of emotion some of the dudes used. Like, the worst of them all was Jeff George. Jeff Jeff would throw an interception, and he'd just come walking off the field like, 
F it. <laughs> I threw it. He got it. You know? And you'd be going on the field like, I was a rookie, so I was like, man, that's Jeff George. Like, let's just play D. You know what I mean? Had a cannon for an arm, though, right? Yeah, did. Then I got a little bit further into my career, and like Todd Husack and those guys is throwing interceptions. I look at Todd Husack like, I look at Hasselback, you know, the other Hasselback, yeah, the, the, Tim, the, the Tim. one that yeah. doesn't have good hair. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I look at him. I, I look Wait, at him. And, I don't God. think either out here. Yeah. Yeah. Not now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not now. I guess he has more hair than his brother now, huh? They both had bad uh, hair lines. Anyway, I used to. I, I was. I remember. I remember in Miami, Hasselback was in the game. And I'm looking at him like, bruh, like for for real, like. I was encouraging him in the first half. Second half, I was like, I was over it. I was just like, can can you give us a chance? Like, can we get a chance? You want some impromptu uh, game show here? Yeah. Uh, little, uh, this yeah. is actually kind of surprising uh, for me. Uh, all right, so a little game show music here. Impromptu. Right. You get one guess each. Okay. All right, so here we've we go. got uh, LeVar Arrington, College Football Hall of Famer. We've yeah. got uh, Brady Quinn, Heisman finalist, uh, winner of the uh, Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. <laughs> I hear that trophy is heavy. Uh, and uh, They're both ball-headed. And, and here we go. <laughs> Here we go. This is so good. Uh, here we go. Uh, all right. Who is the all-time passing yards leader in Penn State history? Talking about offense. Talking That's a about, really good question. It is. And this is surprising to me. I just looked it up. The all-time leader in the history of Penn State in passing yards. I'm going to say Trace McSorley. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, he was one of the first of mine. I mean, I, you go back, you think maybe Kerry Collins, maybe Todd Kerry Blackledge. Collins, but, maybe Todd Blackledge. But I don't think they threw enough back then. I, I, I'm like thinking, it, I mean. It had to be I Trace. Trace McSorley or maybe Daryl Clark. Don't say Hackenberg. Because no, he was only there, what, three yeah, years? Yeah, I don't think it would have been Hackenberg. Was that when uh, Hackenberg uh, blamed uh, them on why his completion percentage was lo- so low his when he came out of the draft? His offensive line play was bad. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, uh, it's funny. I think he blamed James Franklin for why his completion. I just remember you're going to say Matt McGlowan, hey. and, no, I, and I'm going to trip out if you, say, if you say right. Matt McGlowan. If you say Matt McGlowan, I am going to trip out. We do have a winner, folks. It's not McGlowan. Trace McSorley is your winner. Trace yeah. McSorley just under 10,000 yards passing. Uh, also the all-time leader in touchdowns, followed had, by Christian Hackenberg, yeah. Sean Clifford, Clifford, Zach Mills. Clifford. Zach Mills. Yeah. Yeah. Matt McGloin, oh, Tony Saka, yeah, Tony Saka, Daryl Clark, Daryl Clark, Chuck captain. Fusina, Fusina, Kerry nice. Collins, know all those, names. and then Anthony Morelli finishes Anthony up Morelli. your uh, your top ten. That was my area. That's yeah. your area. Morelli. Yeah, Morelli. Todd, yeah, Todd Blackledge is uh, is eleventh on. I think that's why they, so they were that? big on me. I wasn't an Italian guy, you know. Yeah. How about that, Morelli? Morelli. Yeah, they thought I. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect yeah. Trace McSorley to uh, to have those kind of numbers. What do you mean? He was legit. Look back at look at look at. Who his receivers were, bro. One of my favorite, uh, like, on-the-road moments is when they beat Iowa when they were trailing, and he threw that touchdown. And it was like – and Iowa Sam, our uh, tech producer who works here – 
like it was like somebody had had shot his dog in front of him. Like he was just, like the air left his body yeah. because Trace McSorley went down the field just yeah. nuts on Last the table. Last play of the game, oh, I believe. Awesome. Well, and awesome. the best was he he kind of had the touchdown celebration yeah. where he does the walk off home run. <laughs> yeah, and they all yeah. Good. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, so this kid's got a little Steve yeah. still. Uh, so good, so good. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are hoping to catch up with the uh, great Petros Papadakis here. Uh, we have, uh, you know, and listen, it's a mystery. I mean, it is a mystery. Maybe Petros will be here. Maybe he won't. But somebody that is here actually could it end up could have ended up elsewhere. We will tell you why the NFL could have looked a lot different come playoff time. And it's yours right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Brady. Oh, <laughs> man. Lavar's like, really? You're you going to mess up a mission story? <laughs> like it's, uh, we were on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> you want to mess yeah. up a mission story? You need Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. You need Jesus. It's, Jesus. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up later on this hour, we're going to have another edition of the <laughs> Big Bird. edition. Big Bird ass. Of the, uh, I don't know what <laughs> the BQ news. Bruno keeps doing that. I don't Ron, know, like, Ronald uh, McDonald ass. You've been, you've been huh. doing uh, like bench, Bruno. Is yeah. that what your chest is sore? Is that, that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. You guys uh, so, are horrible, man. <laughs> we are uh, horrible. Going to have the BQ news coming up later on this hour yes. here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So there is a with Super Bowl 56 coming up. There's a lot of conversation about, you know, what this game would mean towards uh, a couple of players involved. And, you know, we all steer towards the conversation of the quarterback. So it's, you know, Joe Burrow for the Bengals. It's Matt Stafford for the Rams because the media has been jamming Matt Stafford for MVP down your throats for months and months. This might be where they they try and uh, you know uh, get this thing right. Correct. Uh, as for, if the Rams win, oh, it's going to be a heavy slant towards uh, towards Matt Stafford. You think so? I mean, he's actually the odds-on betting favorite right now um, um, amongst most books. But I would actually say he's got more competition for this award if they do win because you know Cooper Cup's going to be productive. We've yep. seen wide receivers in recent years win it. Right, I saw Julian Edelman, whatever many years ago that was. Um, so other positions can and, and could potentially win it. But you've got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, maybe even Cam Akers, the way they've ran the football in the playoffs. But then also, like, let's not forget, once Aaron Donald has three sacks versus an offensive line that gave up nine sacks to the Tennessee Titans. And look, the Titans have a good front. It's not what the Rams, or at least how the Rams have been playing. So you could see, like, any one of those guys – Maybe stealing the show, but I think there'll be a hard push. Like, as long as Stafford has two touchdowns, only one pick, and throws for over like 250, a, if they win, lock. it's a lock. It's a lock. It's a lock. Even if, I, I would say, even if Donald has like three sacks or Ramsey has a pick six that seals it and locks down, you know, Jamar Chase the entire game, I, I still think they're going to push for Stafford. Three yeah. sacks might be hard. 
that might be hard not to give it to Donald. Just I because, know, but just you know because, how they are. Yeah, but just because I think everybody knows that Aaron Donald is the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. Also, I, Va- I Von Miller, that that would, the way Von Miller's played, he's yeah, been an MVP before. But it's, I put it to you like this: If Von Miller had a two sack game and they won this game, Stafford's getting that MVP. Yeah. Um, if Aaron Donald has a two three sack game and they win, Aaron Donald's getting MVP. So, in order, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, then Aaron Donald as far as the Rams side. Bet, of I would be better. The, uh, I think that's favorite. a safe yeah. bet. Um, that, Matt Stafford's a significant favorite, plus 115, then followed by Cooper Cup, then Aaron Donald. Cooper Cup will get a lot of consideration if he has a really good game. But the only thing with Cooper Cup having a good game is you'll still be able to trace Stafford. that back to Stafford. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If, if Stafford know. has two picks – then you're maybe saying, okay, maybe Cooper Cup could come in and steal, especially the type of catch. Like, not all catches are built the same. If he makes an acrobatic catch. Now, that's the difference. Yards after the catch. That's the difference. That could make a big difference. Yeah, that's going to be a big difference. And also, because Andrew Luck, the the furthest he got was an AFC title game. Matt Stafford. Well, I'm saying with Andrew Luck. Oh, you're saying with Andrew Luck? The furthest he got was an AFC title game. Cooper Cup being in the Super Bowl, he's the first Amish-looking player to ever start Uh, in a Super Bowl. Oh, that was your setup. I I totally ruined your setup. That's why We'll clean up the podcast. Because you're trying to say Andrew Luck looks Amish. Yeah, he does. I mean, We'll um, up on the podcast. Since, are you not going to hit the button, Berto? How's that, are you, are how's that not racist? Oh, not going to hit it? Cooper Cup, not? Cooper not Cup and, and uh, Andrew Luck not? don't look Amish? You're not going to hit it? How's that racist? Racist. Oh, there you right, go. Listen, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just saying. Racist. Now, uh, yep, yeah. Uh, ba- Bengals, it's Burrow. Yes, it's Burrow yeah. followed Jamar by Chase. Jamar Chase and then yep. Joe Mixon. Now, the guy who is tied at uh, plus 2,500, so 25 to 1. Dark horse. Is, is Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, I right. thought you were going to say T. Higgins. Well, T. Higgins is there. He's uh, well, uh, he's plus five thousand. I would take T. Higgins. Yeah, I'm telling you, I take value, T. Higgins because I think they're going take that, away Chase. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to try their best, but I think they're going to try to force feed the ball to Chase. I don't yeah. think they're going to wait to try to get him active like they did this last game. So. T. Higgins could be a dark horse if, if hey, Cincinnati plays well. Did Santonio Holmes win it the year Pittsburgh won versus Arizona? Was yeah, that I think bad? he yes. did get it. Yeah. I so mean, the, yeah, and, and so that's it. what T. Higgins has to do. Yeah. He's got to have a big game, but you also have to make a catch like that, which that, in my opinion, might be the greatest did catch Dion in Branch Super Bowl history. Did one year? Dion Branch yeah, got it one yeah. year. Did he have a return though in that game too? I felt like, uh, which is a couple I big don't plays. I think a return. That but yeah, was uh, some big Desmond plays. Howard who wanted on a return. Thinking. Desmond yeah. Howard. Um, so on the subject of Odell Beckham Jr., um, yeah, I, I would say things have gone pretty well for him since he left Cleveland. Uh, now, never mind the cryptocurrency, whatever uh, you know, payment he got out. Ooh, no, you ooh, you know how much right money he he. You know how much money he's about yeah. to make off the field. Being if he wins the Super Bowl, and, being Odell Beckham, and and what's what is his funny, stardom ooh, goes right back. Hey, Bitcoin up. is up today, another two point three percent, big time, big time, climbing its way back. Um, I know he, Lee's excited about that. Here's the uh, here's what's interesting is that he was talking about um, the potential that he was going to go somewhere else, and there were two teams other than the Rams that he was considering going to. Um, the first one, and we can go one by one on this, would have been the New Orleans Saints. He said, uh, "quote I was very very I was close, very close." It just didn't feel like the right time, right place, wrong time, which is basically I didn't want to play with Taysom Hill, correct? Yeah, or Trevor Simeon, you know, a rookie in Ian Book. Like, Don't you say Ian I, Book. Don't I, you disrespect I'm just saying guy. that's his perspective. I, I love my guy, Ian. 
Or how I, many weapons was he going to have? Well, that's the problem is right. it would have been basically just him, yeah. which I'm not saying that he can't shoulder that, but the reality is he probably looked at it and goes, yeah, I like Sean Payton's offense, but I don't like this offense the way it's operating. Yeah. And so he also listed the uh, New England Patriots. Oof. And um, that they could have been, have been yeah, a yeah. game changer, yeah. though, for them. Yeah. Because yeah. they needed someone that they could really isolate and rely on at the wide receiver. I, I, I mean, that would have been huge for Mac Jones. And, I, and you assume he'd fall in line. You'd assume Josh McDaniels. I, I know for. I know for a fact. I remember when we were in Denver in 2010, there was times where he could like figure out how to just get a one-on-one with Brandon Lloyd. We used to run. We used to have these things called what we call run-action passes. Yeah, Brandon Lloyd was so good. So good. It was so. So here's what we do: we would literally get like in a three tight end set where we've got like all three tight ends on one side. You got Brandon Lloyd by himself on the other side, and we would fake an outside zone running play to the right. And then we would literally just block the run, right? That's where we call the run action pass. And then we would just have Brandon Lloyd run an isolator route. And so what it do is it would take the entire defense, and LeVar knows because when you got big personnel in, you got big defensive personnel in. So it's a one-on-one with that cornerback. They're not giving safety help. They're, they're thinking you're going to run the football. So he would literally take all 10 defenders and then make them run with the football, thinking it's a run to the their left, offense's right. And then he would have Kyle Orton just – off, literally off the fake, turn and throw it out there to Brandon Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd had almost fifteen hundred yards receiving that year. Dude, he, he was, could draw. Josh McDaniels could have drawn point. up whatever he wanted to get him the football. I'm telling you, he is a magician yeah. when it comes to scheme he like was, that. And Brandon Lloyd was the first dude doing them Odell Beckham catches. By the way, yes, oh, great hands. I mean, uh, Odell became famous for, it, but Brandon Lloyd was, Lloyd doing, was doing that. Dude, b- his toe taps, body control. He yeah. wasn't a fast guy, was he? No, Brandon he Lloyd? was downfield. Smooth. He was smooth, smooth. Like he would. That was the hardest thing about throwing to him. Was the way he would run through his cuts. Yeah, I know where he was breaking. He would take, huh? No, he wouldn't break though. He oh. was so smooth, it would take him three steps where other guys would have to break down their feet. And so as a quarterback, you know, you see him working up field vertically and you're throwing to a spot. Well, his spot would have to be closer to the middle of the field because when you let go of that ball, the way he would just be able to maintain his speed, like almost like a NASCAR around a curb, like he would just rock it out of that turn and then he would get to the middle of the field quick. But he, I mean, he was. He was amazing that year. He um, and so uh, on the subject of Odell Beckham Jr. Um, he was. I think we were starting to enter the territory of, hey man, like it's it. Like you know, we've seen the best of Odell Beckham Jr. And we may have seen the best. Maybe he doesn't get to that that peak that he was at in New York and even a little bit in Cleveland. But there was a thought that well, it didn't work in New York. Uh, you wore out your welcome in Cleveland with the way that ended, and and all the uh, you know his uh, his dad releasing the uh, the footage uh, that Lamar is a big fan of. Yeah. Um, and then he gets to L.A. with the, the Rams. All and you know the injury to Robert Woods by that subscription yeah. the NFL Game Pass. He did. The the injury to Robert Woods happens, and then here he is, man, in a Super Bowl after being ridiculed he's, for the I boat mean, party. He's not, the, a, he's not a conquering hero. No, I, I, mean, I, don't, I not, don't think he's a conquering. He's contributing, hero. but but the the idea of it is is that it's still valuable for OBJ to be winning, at least be winning. The, the conversation about him is much different, though, than it was well, a couple of months ago. I think a lot ago. of people are pulling for him because I think that a lot of people believe that it wasn't him. 
Yeah. What for better or for worse, for if it's just or unjust, a lot of people believe that he got the shaft job by Baker. It, it, it goes it goes to show you though, going from one organization to the other, the difference it can make. You know, whether it was the Giants early on in his career before they kind of started falling to the wayside, but then into Cleveland and just the difference of, you know, what turnover in coaches, turnover in offensive philosophy, all of that. And how, what kind of difference it can make as a player in your career, and that's a—I mean, it's a damning example of that. But you look, you'd like to believe and to say, well, dude, he, this might be—he might be just getting started here in LA because I think the qualities about him that make you think he'll be able to replicate this and continue to get better from from this is—he just got there this season. He's yeah. only going to get more comfortable with the offense. The qualities about him as a receiver, he may not have the same burst. He's always been a precise, amazing route runner. He does. And he's got great hands. Yes, he does. And if you got those two things, like much like we talked about with Cooper Cup, who's a four or six guy, you can create separation. You can you can you can do a lot of damage. I feel bad for Robert Woods, man. I know. Yeah, it sucks. It happens, but well, that's, that's happens. cold blooded. That's cold blooded. You don't it feel happens. Bobby Dang. Trees, they call him. That thing happens, man. I blew my Achilles tendon out. The year before the team that I chose. Now, keep in mind, all that time spent banging your body up to try to get there. You leave. You get there. You get there. You you hurt yourself, and it's like, I forget it. And then the very next year, they win the Super Bowl. Were you rooting against them in the Super Bowl? No, absolutely not. not. My guys. Yeah, come on, though. You You know how everybody talks about how this is – you get an experience of what you think this is what the NFL is supposed to be. And then you, you know, I get you. You get the opportunity to go to to another place, and the, the New York Giants was a. It's a very well ran organization. I know they're going through some hard times right now, but you know when Ernie Accorsi was there and Reese was there and in the front office and everything was stabilized the way it was back then, and even even now, the Mirror and Tish family are are they're just grade A people, just yeah. grade A people. Yeah. So it, it, I missed it by a year. That's that's. I much have rather been on the team and got a ring and be able to say, yeah, I won a Super Bowl. I mean, I injured myself. You know that happens, but I got this ring though. I'd rather have the ring. All right, let me ask you a question. Uh, be honest here. Little, little we have I mean a game show music here. I mean, uh, I got cut little, the uh, year I was with Seattle, and they went on to win it. I mean, I, I was honestly rooting for them. Could you've gotten uh, a ring? Would they've uh, no? Yeah, make, make the opening day roster, yeah. which that was the first time I ever got cut too. So I was like, man, f these guys. <laughs> but at the same time. You know, you text Russell, you text the guys, you're like, you're happy for him. By the way, uh, you told a story, and I'm a little bothered because I don't think you told this story at all on Fox Sports Radio, but you told a story on the Dan Patrick show of uh, the landlord trying to get uh, the security deposit back. Unbelievable. I'm so pissed you never told this story on the air before. Yeah, I I didn't feel like there was a time and place for it. I mean, there is now. Here's the truth. (laughs) So I didn't realize this. Like, I was from the Midwest, very ignorant to anything the Pacific Northwest. When you first get out there, you realize there's a lot of headquarters of some big corporations, right? You've got Boeing, you've got Microsoft. At the time, it was T-Mobile, just to name a few. And what you don't think about is like, you're looking for real estate to rent. Well, so are all those people who are coming right. to work for those corporations, sure. right? Yeah. Like all those corporations, Amazon, everything. And so you're sitting there and you're like, Man, I'm competing with dudes who are moving here from India, China, everywhere. 
And so it's a hot, hot market, and it's hard to find rentals. And I was only looking for a 12-month rental. And so um, I end up finding one finally after walking through like a ton of places. I lived in a hotel for, I think I signed there in March and ended up uh, basically living there until about August. Wow. So I finally I finally wow. find a place, and I'm like, all right, nice home, really cool you know, people as far as uh, the owner and all that, at least initially. And then I get cut. And, you know, the, the thought process in my head was like Seattle had kept three quarterbacks for a while, but it was becoming a growing trend where they wouldn't keep three on their active roster. They would keep two and then maybe one on the practice squad. And so, you know, I played well. It was probably one of my best statistical preseasons. And I get a call. And at this point, I'm back in, in South Florida where we had the little break. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. But the Jets have already called and we talked to them about you, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up signing with the Jets soon after. Well, meanwhile, I'm like with the Jets, I'm getting calls from the realtor, like, help me with all this. And they're like, yeah, they don't, you know, they, they, they're they going to take your security pot, all this stuff. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I was like, we, we put language within it. Like, you know, if, if this happened, I can get out and all that. And so the landlord was irate with me and like trying to get back the money. And I'm like, hey, look. I didn't think I was going to get cut. Like, right. you think I was going to sign a lease for a year? I, and a, I thought, I like, two months into it, I was going to get cut? Like, I haven't experienced this before in my life. I've, I've never what been fired. A-hole. I'm like, can you let me, like, figure this out and cope? And, oh, by the way, I'm trying to learn Marty Morningwig's long-ass West Coast offense when I just came from an offense that was West Coast where I was cut down. Now we got all these words we don't even need in the, in the <laughs> offense anymore. But I just – I remember, like – Man, and, and so, um, and I'm sure they found a renter like that, right? Like that. It, they probably in two days found someone to replace it. It was like it was a big deal. <laughs> what a pain in the ass. The worst part was is my uh, fiance at the time, now wife, we had our dogs out there. We had everything. So she had to be the one to like pack it up, move it out because I was, I was with the Jets. Like I was rolled out. Yeah, I was, I was right gone. there. I was Next all the way across the country. And so she was there trying to pack up everything, move out well, all listen, the best. It's, it's like when the uh, the tire blew on the car and you needed her to get it repaired. <laughs> Do you like, want hey, to see her again? <laughs> like, hey, that didn't. Mr. I ended, Mr. Up, I ended up getting. By the way, I ended up getting that one yeah, repaired. Too she too didn't bad. do that. Do you ever want to see her and your dogs again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will give us this god darn security deposit. Yeah, you better believe well, they it. They had it. It was me trying to get it back. I was yeah. like, what? You will not get this security deposit back if we allow you to have your. Fiance and your dogs back. That guy, you tell that guy to kiss your ass. Like, what is that about? Like, like you're you're thinking about a security deposit when when you're trying to figure out your career. It was it was actually Screw people yeah. get it was petty. actually a woman. But when yeah. you okay, when well, you get to those points, people get really petty. They do some of the most pettiest things when when you get to that point. Yeah. Like when the, I just the separation felt of it takes place. Yeah. Like right. she was so nice on the way in, and then oh, like, yeah. all helpful, and then it was like, oh, yeah. hey, first stri- sign of adversity. Like right. what? Bailed yeah. on you. Oh, listen, wanted that moolah. Probably going to be pissed when Russell bails on him. Uh, all right, it is oh, uh, wow. two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Jeez. Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with the year on FSR. I do want to ask this a question uh, quickly before we go to Eddie Garcia. Um, do we have some game show music? All right. Who do you think, all right, for uh, LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn, little game show music here. Who do you think is rooting for the Rams to lose the Super Bowl more? Is it A, Jared Goff? Or B, Baker Mayfield. Who is rooting for the Rams to lose the Super Bowl? Jared Goff. You think e- so? Easily, hands down. Yeah, I think so. Huh? I mean, hands down. The way Odell Beckham Jr. is kind of slam Baker. Say, I, in the I media? think I, I mean, think it may be Baker. 
I think he's hoping that it was all for now. He's a little Odell. spiteful, that Baker yeah. Mayfield. He can hate on Odell Beckham. Like, he's just a contributor. It's Cooper Cup. <laughs> Jared Goff is sitting somewhere doing, like, dances in the backyard with fires and... and I mean... <laughs> t- t- <laughs> is he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah ceremonial yeah, yeah. dances? Yeah, yeah he's, trying to, he's trying to curse I mean, him. To, right. to his point, let's just play out the narratives on each side. <laughs> Stafford wins... Oh, that was the missing piece. That was the missing he's piece. He's a Hall of Famer now. Hall he's got his Super Bowl if he loses. He's got well, how's any different than Jared Goff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm happy. If I'm Jared Goff, it's like, exactly. So so what is, does Jared Goff have, like, war paint on when he's dancing around yes. the fire? Is he, yes. like, uh, he's, drinking he's, booze? He's creating like, voodoo dolls. So if you see good. somebody go down, oh! You see him go down and nobody touched him. It's I'm trying to Jared picture Goff this. I'm trying to picture doll. what that would look like. Yeah, Jared Goff dancing around a fire. Uh, with, red, the, uh, with red contact lenses. Yeah. Now, is he in Detroit when he's doing this, or is he uh, uh, out back no, here? No, he's here. California? It's got to be warm enough for him to do it. Very good. All yeah. right, so there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. And he's got to have got, uh, well, no, nothing. Yeah, no. yeah you got to be careful. Yeah. We'll Coming up next, we've got another edition of the BQ News as we put a bow on this bad boy chores right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific hey what's up everybody it's me three-time pro bowler lavar errington and i couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called up on game what is up on game you ask Along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up, we are going to be back on the air, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, same time, same place on a Thursday edition of uh, 2PCOJ here. And if you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. And we'll be back on the air uh, again uh, tomorrow as we take just a couple of days left in our preview of the Super Bowl. So uh, lots of fun stuff happening here uh, on FSR. What do we got there? A little uh, hot chocolate coffee mix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Little uh, little sticks mix here. How about that? Did you guys do this at, in, in in Cleveland? Or mix hot chocolate and coffee? No, mix your drink like this. Like that? Yeah, yeah. Did you do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a football culture it's thing. A football it's a thing. weird. Because when you don't, because honestly, I'm, I'm a meathead, so it'd be supplements. Because when you don't have a shaker, you take two cups of water, you put powder in the one, you, you go back and forth, a little water in each. Uh, so, so you e- mix it. EAS never sent you a shaker. No, I had some shakers, but there, you weren't always like around. I didn't carry a shaker a with solution. me everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it entertained you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's soothing. It's like those people who like rake rocks or, or you know, sand or whatever. Yeah. And it's like a, a meditation type thing. It's therapeutic. <laughs> like what like Jared Goff is going to be doing for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> LeVar, let's, LeVar let's get to the news. It. This first All right, one's great. Uh, right yes, now, let's do it. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. All right. What do we got? No lie here, okay? Brady. A zoo <laughs> hires Uh-oh. a Marvin Gaye impersonator to get monkeys in the mood. 
Oh wow. Huh? Yeah. That is bizarre. What what? You yeah. came out you came out the gate fast today. Jeez. Think about that okay. for a second. Now like certain songs Apparently from Apparently we need to turn on the animals the, now. Wow. Which, is, that, is that a bad sign for nature if, like, naturally you don't want monkeys it? or animals like ours? Yeah, I'm good. Why are you just give them booze? Works for everybody else. It's actually interesting. Well, why not give the male <laughs> one some Viagra? Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. You know? What do you think would be cheaper, the Marvin Gaye impersonator? Or, or the Viagra? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they sling some of that stuff at a liquor store. You're going to have the people who are overseeing the monkeys. They're going to start getting it on. No one's paying attention to the monkeys. Now, how do they know that this is... You could have played some adult films for them. Now, how do they know that this is working? They don't right now. They're in the experimental Uh, phase. I was going to say, because, like, do they have somebody responsible for cleaning the clothes hampers? Like, uh, I'm just wondering if Well, think about now if you're the person who's got to clean their, like, den and all that. Yeah. Like, you used to were cleaning up poop. Now you're... I I just wonder if the monkeys are... T-shirt turned into a back scratcher. I just wonder if the monkeys are looking at each other like, oh, just, I'd rather just go in the corner on my own. Like, <laughs> this Marvin Gaye is good, but yeah. it ain't good enough for really, you. I don't really see what I like here. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's move on. Right. Uh, next one, a kayaker finds a message in a bottle containing a man's ashes. Obviously, they didn't know initially when they opened it, but then they realized, oh, this is a dead man's ashes that someone threw out the sea. What is? Uh, what would be your first reaction to that? Ew. <laughs> Well, I mean, that'd be my first reaction. Ew! It, did it say who? Like, who, did they have any information yeah, it was on the like guy? A message in there, yeah, yeah. And but I'm, they didn't know, obviously, when they opened that it. That is going to go. It was going to be ashes. They didn't know what it was. Whoever threw the ashes probably didn't think that it would make it to a point of where somebody would pick it up out of the water. Why would you throw ashes in a, in a bottle? Isn't the point of the ashes for them to get out to sea? Yes. Like so, The point of a message in the bottle was for somebody to find yeah, it. Yeah, but send the message separately and then throw the guy's body they, under the water. They were, they were big sales. If I mean, you find sailor. these ashes... Throw them back in. I mean, I got news for you. <laughs> if you really are that adamant that you want to be out to sea, why don't you just have somebody uh, just roll your body out to sea? Like, why Why the ashes? Golly. I'm just no, saying. Make fish so, food. Make yeah. you fish food. I mean, I guess you'd be fish food yeah, either way. Yeah, come on. What are we yeah, talking about shark here? Yeah, you're going to yeah, 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 mess with you. A terrible idea. Uh, last one. It's a little bit less. In, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. In go San go Francisco, ahead. some charities have urged local families who are sick of seeing homeless the homeless crisis at their doorsteps to do something about it personally. And uh, they've been basically trying to get a lot of these people to house in, in their home to house the homeless there in San Francisco oh. uh, or utilize some spare rooms. And by the way, they're not going to provide any additional funding for feeding them, housing, yeah. etc. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you got a problem, just, uh, you know, continue to... Uh, don't try and fix the problem. Just, uh, you know, offer up uh, solutions for more people wanting to, to hang out there. That makes all the sense in the world. Listen, it was the Super Bowl in San Francisco back in 2016. Um, yeah, like you were stepping that. over sleeping bags mm. to get to the uh, radio row. Bro, I've never walked with my head down more. And that was me in the sleeping bag. For that, room, but also because all the poop that was on yeah. the streets. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, being honest, it was hey. pretty rough. No, yeah. Okay, by the way, I wouldn't, like, I don't know that I'd let a stranger in my house. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm let alone, like. I'm not with that. I'm not letting most family in my house. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We can hang out right here out front. I'll go get us some seats. Yeah, yeah, you go get a hotel. You make them immediately? We go sit up front. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll make a meal. Bring okay. him a motel. We can or sit something. at the yeah. pool. Yeah. <laughs> Just come come through the gate. Come through the gate. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.